Hello and welcome to another Podcast Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. I am the other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? Hey, okay. How's your week or two been? Good. Good. Awesome. Hanging in. Yeah. Doing fun stuff. I hear you there, man. Which is good, because then you get to stay inside and watch the monkeys. Yeah, man. Like, for instance, what you could choose an episode such as this one. Yes. The Prince and the Pauper. Oh. Which is, uh, I guess, kind of a classic. You know, people remember it. It's kind of, yeah. Because of the gimmick involved is why it kind of sticks in the mind of the the viewer, the fan. Yeah. And the the, the apparent trap split screen. Yes. Is, uh, this was, like, highly innovative at the time, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. And it is done well. You don't see the line or anything. Right. Well, there's two actual debuts. Anyway, yes. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, true enough. Uh, so this was uh, directed by James Comack, mm. written by Gerald Gardner, D. Caruso, and Peter Meyerson. Whoa. No Dave Evans this time. Where the, where the fuck was Evans? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, aired on February 6th, 1967. I wonder if it's like Caruso and Gardner either are the, the cleanup guys, like the main dudes, yeah. and Meyerson has the idea for the episode. Like, hey, we should do a thing on Prince and Popper and does like a thing, yeah. and then the other two dudes take it over. So that's who the third guy is. Maybe. It's like story by almost. Yeah, maybe. The, He's the idea the guy, but uh, Gerald and D are like, look, we know how to write for the monkeys, man. <laughs> you don't get it. For real. So boys are waiting in this stuffy, uh, rich-looking room, and Davey says that it's stupid that they came all this way because they heard there might be an embassy ball. Then Mike says they haven't had a gig in a while, and they have to take what they can get. Which is like, going back to what we said last week, is like, yeah, they, they're a struggling, struggling band yep. in the show. They, they never, spoiler alert, they never quite make it. Yeah, yeah. And they're like always losing gigs, losing money. Like, yeah. When they get a few bucks, they got to immediately give it to, to the government yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, that was super broke. And like, what if, I was thinking this, watching this, if the show had never leaked into the real world, and there was just a show about a band hmm. and just like actors playing a band that never got a break. Like wonder yeah. what the show would look like, like what the monkeys would mean without the success of, uh, the real life monkeys. It's, it's definitely a thing. We got to factor in the quality of the music and the personalities of the guys. If it was different dudes, I mean, it doesn't catch on. If the, all the tunes were actually shit, it doesn't hit like, there's a lot that is special about the monkeys that had to happen the way it happened yeah. and when it happened. Exactly, yeah. It's a it's very interesting. Like, would, yeah, Mickey have just done other acting gigs. And, yep. Yeah, would have like, been weird. Remember the Heights in the 90s? Yeah, oh, yeah. The TV show about a band. They put out the song before the show came out. The song did good. Like, it was on the charts. But the show was canceled in less than a year, I think. Yeah, that's interesting. It's almost like the show ruined the music. <laughs> Not necessarily, but as far as the monkeys are concerned, Clarksville came out. It was a hit. Hey, we also got a show. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. We're going to get these kids on a plane. They're going on tour, you know? Yeah. And uh, to keep going down this path, but like, I think that has a lot to do with like Rafelson and the guys that put it together, like innovating rather than just being a show that looks like every other show. True. They're like, no, like let's really change this up and make it different for yeah. the kids because that was the first time kids were kind of starting to uh, allowed to be their own person kind of thing <laughs> kind of true a lot of freedom yeah freedom of the youth it was happening yeah it's crazy but anyway <clears throat> so back in the episode some dude with a big mustache comes in and tells davy that they've been looking for him everywhere and he takes him away 
And he just tells the other guys to shush. And that's kind of, <laughs> they're just left by themselves. So David gets taken into another room and some count looking dude. He asks him why he's dressed like that. And then he sees a prince who looks just like Davy, and uh, says it's like it's the prince and the pauper. It's like the prince and the pauper. Yeah, what Davy straight up tells you, here's the story you were ripping <laughs> off today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we know we can't get away with it. So whatever. <laughs> so we got the intro. Yeah, this is another tight minute and a half. <laughs> Well, why don't we just tell you what it's about? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the Count realizes his mistake and tells David to get out of there. But the Prince asks to speak to Davy alone. They hang out and the Prince says that he's there in your country, which is funny because it's not Davy's country, yeah. uh, to find a bride because he needs to be married by the time he's 18. But he's shy and blah, 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 blah. He just can't talk to girls, essentially. <laughs> And he, he went to the right, he looks like the right man. Like it was like Peter's account asking Peter, or Peter's a prince asking Peter to help him out. I don't know how well it would have oh went, boy. how well the wooing would have went. So the count and mustache are fencing and the count says that everything is going according to plan. He wants to be king, but the people don't trust him. So he's going to keep all the girls away from the prince and the ones that sneak through will be driven away by his shyness. Uh, so it's like the people don't trust him, but it, a little, a little convoluted, but yeah, we'll allow he immediately it. does untrustworthy and things. It's an echo of the very first episode where there's the young royal and the, his, that person's keepers are like, "Here's what's really going to happen because blah blah blah." Yeah, it's, it's, it's tastes the same. It's a, it's like the exact same because like she <laughs> had till midnight kind yeah. of thing, and uh-huh. then, yeah, so it's a just without a double. That's right. the big change here. We just, so it's, yeah, we got instead of, it's two Davies. It's such a Davy episode. There's, yeah, there's two of them in. It. <laughs> so the count says that there's a girl coming by in the afternoon named Wendy, and her real name is Heather North. And he says, but the count told her that the prince was. I told her that he was sly, malicious, a pathological liar, and a sadist. Yes, but what did you tell her was wrong with him? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> There's a guy grinding a blade on a spinning rock in the back, and there's like a beaker over an open flame and stuff. It's just like they were just finding stuff they'd yeah. laying around and put in the background of this episode. Yeah. Again, similar to the like, the first one, where we consider the early episodes. It feels like they're out of order, but it might have been recorded sooner because a lot of characters, a lot of stuff going on, jamming yeah. every corner of it with things and props and people. Yeah, James Comack, he's been a director before, right? Pretty just, sure, yeah. But not often, so maybe he's in more <laughs> into that traditional line. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Peter Meyerson wrote it that way. See, exactly, he doesn't get it. So <laughs> D and, I bet you D and uh, Gerald read, wrote out like 30 other characters. Like, come on, man. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Davey's hanging out with the prince. But you're a great guy, Ludlow. You're witty, you're handsome, and you talk. <laughs> and the, the boys come in and think they're seeing double. Davy brings him up to speed, and an old man comes in announcing Wendy, right? I'm seeing double over here. Four Davies. <laughs> uh, so the prince is a wimp, and he can't see her. So Mickey says that Davy should pretend to be the prince and talk to the girl for him, right? Which is what they did to Peter as well. Yep. They kind of. They had him move his mouth, and they talked for him. But. Yes. Another echo of a previous thing. <laughs> Strange. Uh, so Davy protests, but the guy says he's great with girls. 
Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, so they take the prince's jacket and put it on Davy. She's got my jacket. And then Wendy's announced and she walks up to Davy, who's all weird and nervous. And the boys are watching him from like a little eye slot thing in the wall. <laughs> yeah. They go they're all switching. To yep. It's where Davy's nervous. I think he's more nervous playing the prince than he is talking to this girl, hands down. Like, I've, Yes, definitely. <clears throat> which is weird. You just, just own it, Davy. She tells him that she doesn't think that she can see him anymore because of the count told her, told her a bunch of lies. Yeah. Uh, but Davy turns on the charm, and then uh, she changes her tune pretty fast. You know, if Fango had a girl like you, he'd still have both his ears. Wow. <laughs> talk. That's a great line. It's almost like when I hear that line, I was like, ooh, I wish I was still single because I could use that line. Uh. <laughs> Just kidding. I know that wouldn't work. And, uh, <laughs> and so she splits, and Davy kisses her hand, and everybody's happy. And the prince says uh, he, has, he has to ask Davy for another favor and whispers that he wants Davy to substitute for the prince for a few days and get Wendy to want to marry him. Yeah. Which uh, Davy pr- protests about it, but then uh, is convinced to help out the prince, whose name is Ludlow. Uh, right. It's a very handsome name. <laughs> quite. I love them. And uh, that's kind of a, a weird move to be like, get her to fall in love with you and get her to want to marry you and then I'll slide in. <laughs> that's, yeah. Because... I'm not rad enough to get her to do that, but For you real. are. So let's pull the old switcheroo thing. Yeah. Did you notice the throne is the throne from uh, that they built and tried to sell to Otto? Oh, really? It's the same one. <laughs> I did not. I did yeah. not notice that. And I think if they're not in the green room already, they're going to be in the green room soon. Yeah. Uh, so in some other room, Mustache is talking to the count on the phone. Probably didn't want to pay the count actor for the other day because it's yeah. a totally one-sided <laughs> conversation. And he says the prince was actually doing well with the girl and that's worried that they won't be able to keep him single for another month. From that side of the conversation, it seems like the count doesn't believe him. Like the count <laughs> is like, no. Yeah. But you have no idea because mm. they can't cut to the guy talking or something. Yeah, I think, yeah. Very weird. Definitely had to shoot around something. We gotta, all right, we're just going to do this on a phone or something. Yeah, exactly. I quit or get pissed off because the <laughs> boys are goofballs. Being assholes all day. <laughs> <laughs> um. So in the throne room, this is where the throne is, uh, the boys are lavishing Davey with a bunch of royal stuff and Davey freaks out. <laughs> and uh, Mike's asked, Mike asks the prince if he thinks the count is trying to keep him single on purpose. And the prince says that he's a good man. But Mike says, Yeah, well, I'm hip. That's why I don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a very much the youth not trusting, you know, the oldies. Yeah, authority, <laughs> the monarchy. Yeah. Exactly. And it's funny that Mike just lays it out. Like, For real. do you think this is what's happening here? Cause I'm, I'm I, hip. I get it. Yeah. Last, last couple episodes ago, something <laughs> similar went down. <laughs> so Mickey tells the prince that while Davey is being him, he's going to come back to the pad with them and he's going to teach him how to act after he gets married to the girl. Yeah. So essentially teach him how to be Davey <laughs> and, and be awesome to the birds. So they split and Mustache comes in all sneaky and Davey asks Mike, This is okay, but who am I going to tell him you are? Well, whatever, right? And because uh, now Mike is in that puffy oh, he's, he's shirt and everything. Out. And yeah. he looks so fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> he does. It's good because, yeah, Mike's hair is getting longer, so he's getting that wave in it yeah. that happens. He's not wearing the toque as much. There were a lot of bands around the time. This is still wearing, when, like, rock and roll bands all still had the outfits. Yeah. And a lot of them. Went like full British royal looking stuff, like the Buckinghams and the boots and the coats and the frills. And, and Mike just looks like one of those dudes. 
Yeah. And it just looks cool. Yeah, he could be like back up in Paul Revere and the Raiders or something. <laughs> Uh, so Mustache tells Davy that he's got some important information about treason and he can sell it to Davy for a thousand bucks, but Davy doesn't have it. So Mustache splits, uh, which it's weird. And, uh, so Do Dave- you remember the, the Mustache splits? Yeah. Great band. <laughs> they were, didn't catch on. No, it's only a couple tunes. But. Yeah. But the ones that came out were rocking. For real. So Davy wants to leave cause he didn't sign up for all of this and he thinks he's going to get killed. But Mike keeps pushing him back into the into the throne. You gotta promise you gotta keep the Ludlow. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. I'll go in there. I'll substitute for Ludlow. I'll win the girl, and I'll probably end up getting killed. Well, that's nice. Give me that. And then finally, Davy gives in and says that when he goes through that door, he's going to be the Prince of Peruvia. So Davy opens the door, and a bunch of stuff falls out, and because he went the wrong door, it's a closet. Yes. He's like, when I go out that door, this is gonna happen, and then yeah, all shit falls on. That's a monkey's joke. Definitely. Uh, so back at the pad, the prince is hungry, but the monkeys are super poor and they have nothing that's good. Everything has gone bad. And Peter and Mickey are eating chips and the prince is sitting across from a pretty girl and Mickey starts to tell him how to act. Hmm. But it's weird. They get him hooked up with the girl and then they pull out the chips. He's like starving. They're like, we got nothing. Actually, talk to this girl for a while. Chips. <laughs> <laughs> they nailed the aspect of when you're abandoned, you have nothing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And this is the V and rock and roll band. It's still kind of an early concept. Yeah. Like, it's 66, 67. It's only like 12 years old. Yeah, the, the monkeys, I mean, the Beatles only been around for uh, four or five years. Yeah. So, But it's, still, they've already nailed the aspect of if you're trying to make it as a band, you will starve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the girl pipes up and she has a super high voice. You may kiss my hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you may kiss my ring. <laughs> practice girl. Not getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Was exactly. another one of Davy's superfluous birds, I think, was it? Probably. Yeah, she was just around somewhere. She just thinks it's Davy. It's <laughs> <laughs> the usual night with Dave with girls is Mickey and Peter watch them while eating chips. <laughs> like for real. He's dealing with his other chick. And then he gets to go to the monkey's pad, looking like Davy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a line up of chicks there. Talk about finding a golden ticket on the ground. Like, for real, is he going to go back to another? Yeah. He's got the buffet now. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I could learn the tambourine, man. <laughs> Just leave him there. <laughs> How do you know I'm not him anyway? I'm Davy. Where's me birds at? Stop the crunching with the crisps when I'm talking to the birds. <laughs> Getting in me head. <laughs> Fantastic. So back at the palace or whatever it is, the knife sharpener guy has a letter for the prince from Wendy and Mustache reads it like he hijacks the letter. Mm. So she's falling in love with him and Mustache says that they have to kill the prince and the knife sharpener guy says uh, during the fencing lesson, he should poison him. So they got a whole evil. Yeah, here we go. More poison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so with the pad, uh, the prince is boring. And uh, Mickey and Peter worry because they haven't heard from Davy or Mike. Mm. And uh, they're worried that they're getting ghosted by them, essentially. Like if they've oh gone into the, the, <laughs> the royal life and left them with this drip. <laughs> they just ditched him yeah like it's way better here let's stay here okay works for me uh but it is mentioned that davy has a birthmark 
And I thought I thought that was going to come up as something so they could tell which Davy was which yeah. kind of thing, but it doesn't. No, it, that's it. Let's talk about Davy's birthmarks. <laughs> you want to see my birthmark, babe? <laughs> Take off me knickers, though. Don't be offended. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like your best friend's handprint when she spanked me. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> anyway. So at the fencing lesson, Davy cuts a piece of kielbasa with his with his fencing knife thing. And Mike steals it. Then Davy bitches that he's hungry. Both these Davies are hungry all the time. And uh, growing boys. Yeah. Uh, so Mustache and the knife sharpener come in giggling like assholes because uh, the poison is on the fencing blade. And Davy uh-huh. tells Mike that he used to be a pretty good fencer or fencist, whatever that whatever they're called, <laughs> when he was in in school. And he says that he's going to compose a poem while he fences, oh. uh, and they both drop their swords. And so uh, Knife Sharpener pick, grabs them, and Davy takes the one with the poison on it. He oh. offers him the one that he had. He's like, no, I'll take this one, and he takes the other one. So now there's something on the line. <laughs> and so Mustache gives in, and he just runs away. And uh, Davy sticks a plant with his sword, and it dies instantly. Oh. Just wilty plant. So some something was up. I don't know if he figures it out that something was up, or if he's just kind of like, oh, weird. <laughs> that's a weird way. To, that's a little twist to it because not only do we have like what's the last episode, the boxing one, where there's yep. sleeping pills, and the first one was supposed to get the sleeping pills, doesn't get them, and something's gonna happen. And this time, this time, I thought he was gonna, he was gonna fucking poke the bad guy and whatever. But no, folks, a plant, plant dies. Oh, yeah, bum bum bum. That's true. Yeah, it is exactly the same <laughs> so this is almost like an amalgamation of so many different monkeys episodes which shows how many monkeys episodes have kind of been prince and the poppery esque episodes because <laughs> this is based on that too so there you go find it they almost just hit like uh common themes you know what i mean yeah like it's the originality and the telling of it but they're all things that you've kind of like seen they, before. we have to get from here to here what's going to happen in between yeah well, Something has to happen. Things have to get complicated. How do we get this? How do we get this guy out of the room or whatever? Yeah. They, they got to think like this. How about, how about there's some poison or something? Oh, okay, let's go. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of funny. It was kind of a royal way to uh, poison somebody. Oh, fencing. Fencing. Come on. Why not? Yeah. Sport of kings. It looks good on the screen. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Wendy comes over and Davey says, Wendy, will you marry me? And Mike says, ooh, that's fast. Will you marry me? Ooh, that's fast. <laughs> 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 and Davey tells her to shut up. And then uh, Wendy says yes and is super happy. Ludlow, I'm so happy. There's no one in the world like you. No, I wouldn't be too sure about that. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, the Count busts in. He's all pissed off. And Davey tells him that they want to be married at once. And they're going to have a reception that night, and he's got to make it happen. And that, that's that's a big order. No, oh, for real. Getting a wedding put together in one day. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So Davey makes out with Wendy, which is uh, highly unethical, I think. <laughs> and then uh, Mike stammers around and gets Mickey on the phone and tells him to bring the prince down to get married. <laughs> yeah. Davey's got her warmed up. Yeah. <laughs> Davey's just working his charm. He, it's a good move for Dave because this time he just gets to leave and there's no, she won't be angry as long as she doesn't get wise. It's just like he gets out and he's like, fine. <laughs> just had to prime the pump, man. Yeah. yeah. It's like his, his everyday life except this time the girl doesn't realize it. 
We've got to hook up more royalty, man. Anyone else look like me? This is a great gig. <laughs> oh my God. So Mike and Dave are getting ready before the wedding and Davey's freaking out that the prince won't show up and he'll have to marry Wendy. Oh boy. And, then, and that's the only way you're going to tie 1967 Davy Jones down. I don't know about that. I don't know if you've heard, but he wants to be free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's the only way you got to ruse him into marriage. <laughs> gotcha, mate. <laughs> Could you imagine if that's what they did and the new and for the rest of the series, Davy was Davey's Ludlow? Married. They can, no, he's gone, no, and Ludlow just takes his place. At the beginning, it says Ludlow <laughs> under his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe that is what happened, and no one knew. Oof. It's like a, a new Becky situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except old Becky's still out there in a cage of marriage and royalty. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the Count shows up and tells them everything's ready, and then Mustache brings the boys and the prince and uh, he's holding him up by gunpoint because he's like caught them. And he's got some old, weird-looking Peruvian gun. And uh, the Count tells Mustache to take the prince to the dungeon. And the prince says, You're a pompous windbag, a funk, and a pony. <laughs> a funk and a pony. Funk and a pony. I like that line. But also, did we even mean Gun, gun, gun. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. We're good. Gun, yep. Of course. Guns. So uh, the Count tells the monkeys to leave and never come back or tell anyone what they've seen. And they say that they're staying right there. And the Count says that if they don't leave, he'll kill them. So they leave. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Bye. You called our bluff. <laughs> uh, Count says they should tend to their wedding guests. And Wendy's walking down the aisle and the Count and Mustache come crashing through the door uh, with all the closet things that fell on Dave. And... Uh, they make an announcement that the prince was called back to Peruvia for important business and say that the ceremony has to be canceled. But then Davy and Mike show up and Davy says that he's going to stall until Mickey can get the prince out of the dungeon. Okay. Right. So. Like you do. Play him with fire there, Davy. <laughs> like you're, you're right in the, in the mouth. Uh, <laughs> the trap. Yeah. <laughs> His foot hovering over the trap. And uh, so in the dungeon, the prince is trying to talk his way out of the cell to some like ogre looking dude. Who the fuck? And uh, suddenly Mike and Peter come in and start doing patty cake and they punch the ogre in the head and they break the prince out. Huh. That's pretty, uh, All right. pretty straightforward. <laughs> uh, during the wedding, the priest asks if anyone has a reason why they shouldn't get married. And Mike goes on a long and spiraling rant yeah. <laughs> until Mickey and Peter and the prince bust in. Hold it, hold it just a minute. Hold it. I have, I have a reason. I'm kind of an honest and straightforward guy, and and you ask, you ask me, you ask me if I have a reason. Well, I don't, I don't see, I don't see any sense in beating around the bush anymore. I do and I don't. We have to proceed with the ceremony. Wait, wait. I'm the real Prince Ludlow, and, and I'll marry the girl. It's actually pretty fun. Mike's great at just like, you got to fill up some time. Go for it. Yep. And he can just say anything. And it's hilarious. Uh -huh. uh, the prince says that he's the prince and that he's going to marry the girl. And Davy splits fast. Like, he's <laughs> out of there. It's like he took off. You just see him running in his underpants and the clothes are still hanging there. He went so fast. And uh, then Mickey starts bouncing around like a weirdo all over the place. Yep. And then that leads us to monkey romp number one to marry Mary. Uh, 
thematically appropriate since someone's about to get married, I suppose. Yeah, and there's two Marys. <laughs> Should have been called Davy Davy just for this episode. Why you bugging? Why you bugging? <laughs> and so it's like the boys are wrestling with mustache and the count, and then they start throwing food at them, and the uh, prince and Wendy fight. are getting married. Yeah, classic food fight moment. Yeah. Uh, Peter's in like a knight's armor. And Mickey hits mustache with a bottle. There's been a lot of people getting smashed in the head with bottles lately, too. Yeah. They must have just found, like, the breakaway. The prop bottles. Yeah. yeah. And, like, this is amazing. <laughs> they were just invented. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey smashes a cake in mustache's face. And then they become cowboys. And they wrap up mustache and account for some reason. Sure. <laughs> Why not? So coming out of the romp, the prince tells the cops to arrest the count and mustache. And Davy asks Mike if Wendy will be okay because it was him that she was falling in love with. Uh-huh. Like he's finally having this kind of ethical, <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute here. That's not cool that I just did. And uh, Mike tells him, If apple seed turns to wing, it'll fly away, a beautiful butterfly. But if a butterfly turns into apple seed, it'll just lay there on the ground. That's what Ling Fu Yang said 5,000 years ago. Oh, really? What does that mean? I just don't have any idea. Oh. Back at the pad, the boys are reading the paper that the prince honeymooned in Greece. Mickey shows the story to Davey, who's all bummed out that Wendy is away, but he denies it. And Mike tells him that everything doesn't always go right all the time. But, you know, what can you do about it? Kind of like another Mike. Dropping more wisdom. Yeah, exactly. The Texan drawl of his. Davey looks out to the beach, and a girl comes running up. And she says that she's from Teen Tail Magazine and is looking for the monkeys. And she looks exactly like Wendy. And uh, so Davey looks at the camera, shrugs, sits her down, starts making up. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. From Teen Tail, eh? There's a lot of journalistic <laughs> ethics questions already. And well, 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 this is on my thing, future category. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, you're from Teen Tail. <laughs> like getting Teen Tail. <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably just making out instantly. Right away. We're going to wrap it up. All right. Yeah. All right, fucking A, man. <laughs> they said... They told Davey to wrap it up because they were running out of shooting time. He thinks he was supposed to yeah. put a condom on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I unwrap it up, babe. <laughs> anyway, that's how that's how it ends. Davey making out with a girl he just met who looks like a girl he rused into marrying another guy who looks like him. And that's what you call a Davey episode. 100%. Is, 200% of a Davey episode. Yeah, lots of Davey. Yeah. Um, overall thoughts, for me, it's like... Uh, Davey got to kind of show off his acting chops, playing like the shy popper. Yes, he got to be something different. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. He does well with it. Yeah. He he digs it. Yeah, yeah. Got to do a little actual acting, acting. Exactly. And you could tell he like probably took it seriously too. Whereas like if it was like Mickey or Mike or something, they would just (laughs) goof it up. Yeah. But he was like an actor. So he, uh, which so is Mickey, I guess. But Mickey was more manic and crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Mickey doesn't do much... uh, uh, non-cagney acting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe we're forgetting. Does, he does a little drag work. You know, yeah. performs as a corpse. Now and then. <laughs> or sorry, not a corpse, but a dude on the stretcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't. Yeah, so Mickey yeah, making out with girls is weird. A good amount of Mike in this one, even though it is a Davy episode. Mm-hmm. Very little Mickey and Peter. Yeah, very little Peter, especially. Yeah, I, it's like birds of the bees and the monkeys already. Yeah. I really like the Mike Davy dynamic. Like when yeah. they're together in scenes, I find yeah. it really funny. And yeah, something because I, they are kind of contrasting personalities and even physically contrasting. But um, 
<laughs> Davey's like the little little fireball kid, and uh, Mike's kind of like, "Now over there," mm-hmm. like he's the the sage, and he's got to like teach Davey how it is. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely he's like the dad of the group, kind of. Yeah, or the, the older brother, like the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't tell them what to do; he just leads by example. <laughs> he lets his experience help them. Yeah. Exactly. Or whatever, why he knows it, I don't know. But Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Highlight of the show. Um, I think just the general split screen work is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Just having that. I don't think, I'm not sure that ever comes back again, but just, just have that to hang it on. There was guns. Guns, guns, guns. Making a big, big comeback after a, a <laughs> couple week lull. Gun back. <laughs> was there a monkey's ruse? Yes. Quite. The whole episode was a monkey's ruse. Uh, there was fourth wall breaks. Uh, only Mary Mary in this episode. Nah. So that's... Uh, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, they're putting more into the show and less into romps. Yeah. But... There's a lot going on, a lot of scenes. Mm-hmm. A lot, there was not another three minutes. Yeah. You know, in this, because it's a lot of moving parts in this one. Yeah, that's true. Classic monkeys moments. I don't know. There's not a, no don't do that. Nothing quite like that. There's a a shot at Davy's uh, height again when the, <laughs> the prince tells him that how is, tall he is. That's kind of a, <laughs> a a go-to. That's a funny moment. Not much catchphrase type stuff this no. time. Because maybe this was because of the structure and the nature of maybe this was an early shot earlier. Might have been. Maybe like the the batch with the larger casts and fewer songs. Yeah, I'm not too sure. And I know in the box set in the little book, it tells you, it's, it's, it tells you when they were, when shot. They were shot. Yeah. Well, that's if they have no other production notes, it was it was shot in October. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, things that wouldn't fly nowadays, probably like the whole lying to the girl to marry someone else might not go over so well. No, it might not really go over so well back then either. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, and then the uh, the highly questionable ethics. Of the the teen tale journalist at the end, yeah. like if somebody was doing this, make like um, a girl who's writing for AV Club or something was interviewing like Tom York, but immediately started making out with him. Yeah, <laughs> that would not go well. Yeah, people might uh, have something to say about that. <laughs> Happen. Um, a bunch of did you knows in this episode. Wendy, whose real name is Heather North. She was the voice of Daphne on Scooby Doo. Oh wow! From like 1972 when it started till 2012. Oh shit! And then she passed away. And that, but she was the voice of Daphne the entire like in all the Scrappy Doos and uh, all, like the movies, yeah, the TV yeah. shows, everything. Which is interesting because we always compare the monkeys to Scooby Doo. It's true. It and maybe seems, maybe this is where she got the idea. She went to Hanna Barbera. She's like, you know what? You should do. <laughs> I was hanging out with these guys. Yeah, but she passed away in uh, 2017, and she was 71. Wow. So she's doing the Daphne voice into her 60s. Oh, yeah. That's, you can't retire on a voice actor pay. Yeah, exactly. And you don't get boxed in to like a, like a race or creed or anything true, or, true. or species. Yeah. <laughs> you can do anything. You wear whatever you want to work. Nice. Yeah. I'd love to be a voice actor. It'd be the greatest. I'd like to think it would be, yeah. Yeah. Especially now because you could do it like at your house. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> everything. You can do everything at your house. Uh-huh. This is the age of shut-ins. Like, this is the golden age. 
<laughs> you can get anything brought to you. Anything can be brought to you. You can do anything. You can communicate with the world. Yeah, put on an Oculus helmet. You don't you have can to go, go anywhere. To the mailbox. You don't have to go anywhere. At yeah, all, ever. So the back of Davy's head, like the body double, essentially, yep, yep. was uh, Rodney Bingenheimer, yep. who uh, was the mayor of the Sunset Strip, <laughs> and uh, he was like a DJ on like K Rock. Yeah, as a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, he's like a big West Coast rock and roll '60s icon. Kind yeah, of guy. yeah, he really is. Like I didn't realize that until I started like researching him. Uh-huh. And then uh, he has a commentary on one of the episodes, which is kind of hilarious. It is funny. Because uh, there's a lot of times where he's just like, that's the back, that there, that's that's back of my head. Because <laughs> uh, hey, we needed him to point it out. Because like, we couldn't tell otherwise. Every time. And, um, that's me right there. And I like how it's his actual hair. Yeah. And it just uh, someone went on the strip and said, like, he didn't get in. Maybe he wasn't quite the mayor of Sunset Strip yet. He just got in there on the fact that one of the production people went out on the strip and was like, your back looks like Davy Jones. How about you come with me? And that was that. Yeah, and he went. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He said he was known because he had Brian Jones hair because yeah. he found out what kind of shampoo he used. Yeah. And he used that too. But he, uh, he was in Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. He okay. had a character on SpongeBob. Huh. Like... Uh, yeah, if you have the time, check him out on Wikipedia. It's a lot of stuff going on. At one point during the uh, commentary, he says that you can get Mike Nesmith toques online from China on the internet for really cheap. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff on the internet. And so, yeah, that's that's pretty much the episode, The Prince and the Pauper. Yeah. It, it's a cool episode, but because it's so much, it's based on The Prince and the Pauper, they, they don't have a lot of monkey wiggle room, True. I find. But it's still a good episode. It's cool. The split screen's cool. Davy's funny in it. Yeah. It is, but the, the tapestry of recurring concepts and situations and solutions and complications, it's starting to emerge. Yes, yeah. I find, yeah, the, the second half of the first season, which is not really when things just start to repeat themselves in a normal thing. Well, this, yeah, but this is different times. Right? Exactly. And a lot more, like, tropey things back then. Yeah. But they weren't quite tropes yet because they'd only been around 10 or 20 years instead of like mm-hmm. 60 or 70 years. Primarily, the show is a showcase for Davy Jones, and we're just going to do whatever we want with him. I think the show, at first, kind of designed as a showcase for Davy. There's a lot of episodes like this one. But the, the music almost developed when it became the music was a showcase for Mickey Dolan's mostly. Yeah. That's why, and like. <laughs> Mickey Dole's not so much on the show, but he's big time in the music. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if that's why they kind of did that. Like, you're getting a lot here, so we'll give you guys something to do on the show, or if it just worked out the way it worked out. I think it might have just worked out the way it worked out. I'm not sure anyone was thinking it through to that level back then. No. Like, just looking back on it, it's easy to kind of see it. Oh, yeah, but when you're in it, yeah, it's hard to see what's going on. All right, so now it's time for the random wool hat of mystery countdown section. There we go. We should get a real name for this. It's, select, it's Rando Select Em Up Countdown featuring the wool hat of mystery. There it is. There it is. Hashtag. Is it, is it my turn to go first or what? I think I go first this time let's just yeah let's just go with you yeah i think we'll find out if not 
Whoops. All right. If this is if this is a bad pull, I'm going next. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. I got something. It feels like a piece of paper. Forget that girl. Oh. <laughs> Forget that girl. I don't mind Forget That Girl. It's all right. It's no Porpoise song. Nay, nay. But, uh, well, it's a good tune. Yes. Like It's on the Live 67 thing. Yeah, and that's actually a really good version of it. Yeah. Forget that girl. It's cool because it's all the guys playing on the on the song. That's yep. the, the one thing about anything on Headquarters. Mm-hmm. It's just like you can feel their joy or something they're they're digging it they're having a good time yeah and they're really having fun together and it's for a lot of monkeys fans we're like it's what it's about or the boys are having a blast they're happy and uh they're making cool tunes and this is definitely a davy song and it's got that davy song flavor to it but it's not a typical davy song for a number of reasons uh the boys are playing mm-hmm. which is cool and uh at first, just thinking about the song, I thought it was an earlier, like a Monkeys More Than Monkeys song, because it has that kind of feel of that kind of Davies song. But it's the boys playing. It's not the session people. And um, it's also different because he's not singing to a girl. He's actually singing to, like, a dude friend who is telling, forget the girl, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's messed you up, screwed you over, whatever. But it's got kind of, a but he's talking like this. Oh, he's got the little, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. C- come here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what the? Hey, Davey. Yeah. Forget that girl, man. She's already back at my place. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like in the bridge the triple rhyme of uh, uh, love you, of you, and above you. It's pretty slick. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And like we said, a cool live version on the monkey's live 67 album is good and so yeah this is uh definitely a upper half davy song yeah definitely and uh it, w- it was written by douglas farthing hat leo that was uh chip douglas's code name uh, okay because of the i guess the nature of his contract with the turtles he when he went to produce the monkeys he couldn't take songwriting credits or something for x amount of time so that that was like a, a pen name, but we know it's Chip Douglas, who yeah. plays probably plays bass on this because Peter's playing keyboards. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he plays bass. And uh, if we want to break it down, it's uh, he does some background vocals too, as does Davey. And then electric guitars, Nesmith, drums, Mickey, uh, electric piano, Peter, and acoustic guitar, unknown. It says. Someone like, snuck in and jamming on the guitar. Yeah. And that acoustic guitar, we were saying, is aggressive. Yeah. Like it, it, it's rocking at the end. It's, it's very similar-ish to the way the acoustic guitar was played at the end of Porpoise Song. That yeah. shing, 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 cha ching ching where you're hearing more yeah. of the pick on the strings yeah. than the actual sound the guitar is making. Yeah. So close mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, forget that girl. It's a, it's a good tune. How good is it, would you say? Now that's the question. Let's see here. Like at the bottom of the top 20 is Dream World. Also a Davy song. Do we like this better than Dream World? 
It's definitely in that area, I would say. Huh. Is it better than Daydream Believer, though? No, I wouldn't give it that much. In between those two, we have Oh My My. Are we going to put it above or below Oh My My? Let's go below Oh My My. There you have it. So, yeah. So, sneaking into the top 20, we have uh, Forget That Girl. Right on. Top 20 hit. Pass the hat. Oh, yes. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. So excited. Uh. <laughs> Excitement has left his face. Me without you. I wonder just how long it will be. Me without you. You without me. All right, so a track from Instant Replay. Um, I don't know. It's not one of my favorites off Instant Replay. I can say that. The Davy Size, Davy Song. Yeah. We had a fight about something or other, he says. Even he's not paying attention to <laughs> yeah. care enough to really tell us what's going on. Yeah. And uh, we were saying it, it kind of sounds like uh, Your Mother Should Know by yes. the Beatles. It's, a, it's a Boys and Heart joint. Yeah. It's got that definite post-Sergeant Pepper yeah. mustache piano Beatles vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, I don't know. I, I This song is just one of those songs that's like, oh, yeah. There it is. It's okay. I'll bump it up a little due to the pretty sick guitar tone on the solo. Very, yeah, I agree with that. And a lot of the solos like just like picking through the chords, but it's just done in a cool way. So that, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, no, I agree that that is a highlight of the song for sure. Yeah, the song is two, two minutes and fifteen seconds. You two said? ten, two ten. It feels significantly longer. Yeah, it feels like it's over four minutes. Huh. It's one of those things, and even though it's the same things, kind of repeated over itself. It's just like holy man. So, um, do we? Where are we going to put this one? Huh. I think this might be in the jellies. I think it's in the jellies. I think. So right now, how we're saying, we've got the jams are P.O. Box 9847 and up. And the jellies are I'll spend my life with you and down. <laughs> so right. um, after Peter Percival's Patterson's Pet Pig Porky and above every step of the way. Let's go with that. Okay. There we have it. So n- number 45. <laughs> the mid jellies. Or 46, sorry. 46, 46 is the, uh, yeah, the new one. Yeah, yeah. yeah mid jellies. Right with on. a bullet. Me without you. Sounds about right. <laughs> All right, here I go. We need it we need we need to hit this one. We've uh, yeah. had some dumpers. Big money, no whammies. But you know what? I like pulling the bad tunes almost as much as I like pulling the good Yeah, tunes. I know. I just it's like pulling it. Talk about. <laughs> Ooh. I never thought it peculiar. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. This is another post Peter joint. I never thought it peculiar That you never gave me a smile Okay, so I never thought it peculiar off of Changes, which uh, is always tricky. It, it, changes is such a strange record because it's got some things that rip and are wicked, and then it's got things like I never thought it peculiar <laughs> <laughs> that are just like a it's, song, a Davy song. And it, like, it's got the little... 
Burt Bacharach swinginess to it. Yeah, it's in 3-3 three, three, like a waltz. Yeah, it was, yeah. But it's a little cheesy. Yeah, it's got that cool bridge solo-y thing. Yes, that like part I, is all right, even though it seems like they, they poked the lead guitarist awake. And he's like, Trying to be very bluesy. <laughs> I'd like to know the faces he was making while playing ah. that guitar solo. Unreal. And, and it ends now, little girl, you are mine. It's, it started out. He never found it peculiar that he she would wasn't sure if she was into him or not. But by the end of that tune, that little girl belongs to Davy Jones. Yeah, exactly. It's Give it. me two minutes to feel like four minutes. I'll make you mine, girl. <laughs> exactly. That's what every guy hopes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can like this <laughs> Davy Alley in the bottom twenty. It's getting a little crowded. Yeah, I think uh, called Schmaltz Way. <laughs> like I'd say, it's pretty much the same neighborhood as Me Without You. Yeah, I think you're right. They're very similar. Is it better or worse than Every Step of the Way? I think it could go below that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Then we got It's Hard to Believe from mm-hmm. uh, Package J. Every step of the way. Every step of the way. Uh, yeah, I'd say around every step of the way. Okay. All right, let's do that. Perfect. It's going above or below it? Just below every step of the way. There you go. So in between every step of the way and hard to believe. Down in the jellies. Yeah, we have. I never thought it peculiar. That you would be down in the jellies. <laughs> <laughs> so that does it for another episode of Podcast Valley Sunday. I am Paco. I am Jeff. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Check out all of our social medias and have yourself a monkey's little evening. Thanks. Goodbye. Hey, monkeys fans. With everything going on with social distancing, Podcast Valley Sunday will be on every two weeks. We hope you're staying safe, we hope you're staying at home, and we hope that you're listening to The Monkeys and obviously Podcast Valley Sunday. You can check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube. And please, rate us and leave a message. We'd love to hear from you. But, as always, be gentle with us. We're very sensitive.